Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Myers, and you can find me on LiveTo110.com. Today, I'm really excited to be interviewing Lee Lowry of GeneralLee.com. That's spelled L-E-I-G-H. Lee is the new Live to 110 podcast co-host. So I finally found someone after Kate. It took a little while, but I think Lee is going to be a really good fit for the show because she is a personal trainer and a fitness competitor. So she's going to be kicking your butts into shape today. That's right. <laughs> but actually, you know, I wanted to thoroughly introduce you guys to our new co-host and do a full show with her because she has a lot of valuable information to share with you about fitness and how she stays in shape. But first, I have to do a little disclaimer. Please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment or fitness regime we suggest on this show. If you're interested in shedding a few of those holiday pounds, uh, just I just put a new and improved version of my Live to 110 by Weighing Less e-guide on the site. So if you want to learn more about the latest science on weight loss or the modern paleo diet, which is my version of paleo, go to livetoone110.com and sign up for my free 35-page Live to 110 by Weighing Less e-guide. I'm also really excited to announce that I'm finally done with the rough draft of my first book, The Modern Paleo Survival Guide. I wanted to write this book to show everyone how to take paleo to the next level. This book, it's all about surviving in our modern world because it's not enough to simply eat a paleo diet to be healthy. We need to take it to the next level. We need to be eating the most nutrient-dense foods allowed on a paleo diet. So this book has millions of tips on how to choose and cook the most nutrient-dense foods for maximum nutrition. Yet sadly, many foods that were very healthy in paleo times are not healthy today due to toxins and contamination in our modern food supply. So I let you know how to navigate these toxic foods and more importantly, the book is about how you can eat the healthiest paleo diet in the world, but you won't live a long disease-free life unless you detox from heavy metals and industrial chemicals that plague our modern environment. No one is an exception to the rule. So I have a chapter called Detoxify or Die in the book. A little dramatic, but, <laughs> but it goes into exactly how and why you need to detox. So that's the book in a nutshell, and you can look for that for sale on Live to 110, hopefully in March 2014, if uh, I play my cards right. <laughs> Things always take a lot longer than you think, but the goal is in March 2014. So today I'm thrilled to introduce the new podcast co-host, Lee Lowry, aka General Lee on the show. She had a former life as a CBS television advertising executive, but she cast aside her career to follow her true passion, fitness. 
she's now a, an NASM certified personal trainer. She's also ventured into the world of fitness competitions. And so far, she's won three fitness competitions and counting. And you can find her on her site, generalleigh.com, and on Facebook at MyFitFoods. Yeah, follow MyFitFood. That's right. Follow MyFitFoods. That's it. So, Lee, how are you? I'm awesome. I'm really excited to be here today with you and on the podcast. Well, I'm really happy that we were introduced by our mutual friend, uh, my gyrotonics instructor, uh, Danielle Littman, and uh, she's just she's really awesome. How do you how do you know her? Danny and I, well, Danielle, I call her Danny. Has uh, we met in college? We were. It's so funny. The way that we met was we both had a love for hip hop. So, I mean, at that time, back way back in the day, no one knew of who Outkast was. And so I remember (laughs) I was walking by this dorm room and I heard, ain't no thing but a chicken wing. And I went, oh, I I need to know who that is. And I walked in and there's this really (laughs) beautiful girl who talked like a dude. And I thought, this is a cool chick. So we we made friends and we found out both of us uh, danced growing up and we would go downstairs in the basement of uh, the the dorm that we lived in, and we'd make up dance routines and take them out to the clubs. So we were pretty. We, we thought we were hot, but what I, I see now is we're a little bit dorky. We're a little bit dorky. I love that. That's actually always been one of my dreams to do a little ditty on the dance floor with a friend. Oh yeah, it's like night at the Roxbury, dancing and singing. And now I really want to get her on the show to talk about gyrotonics because I know most people don't have any idea what that is. No, it's a fitness routine that you can do. It's kind of like Pilates but with a different machine, but. We'll get into that on that show. With a little rehabilitation (laughs) to it. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Well, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what drew you to fitness? Well, just a little bit about myself. I'm a Houstonian originally. Me too. Yeah. And so we had that in common. I thought that was really interesting. I always am drawn to Texans. And so, um, and now my family lives in Dallas, but... Uh, I grew up in high school. I was a soccer player and a dancer, and I absolutely loved sports, and I ate whatever I wanted. I literally lived on carbohydrates, and I weighed a great amount. I looked fabulous, and I didn't realize it took what it took uh, when it came to sports to keep my body the way it was eating what I was eating. So as I went on to college, I went to University of Arizona, where I met, as we talked about, your gyro teacher, Dani. And I really stopped doing anything. Uh, and I kept my body in shape for about a year. But after that, I, I really started to lose my shape. And I, I think I told you a little bit, and I'll get into this later in the podcast. But um, I needed to find a quick fix to get skinny, and I didn't know how to do so. And I was introduced to some things like uh, Ritalin and Adderall. And, and so I was going the wrong way about it for, for many years of my life. Yeah, there's many people cheating, cheating their way. Cheating their way. And, and it's uh, just like anything that you do that's instant gratification, There, it, it has non-lasting results. Uh, and it, it typically has a lot of negative effects as well. And um, I, I spent many years of my life kind of kind of living that way. And what drew me back to fitness after a long career in advertising was the passion that lived inside me. To really feel the way I felt when I was in high school, uh, to get that body back that I always wanted. But really, it was about health and well-being and watching those around me uh, really not be able to keep it together and have long-term healthy lifestyles. Um, I wanted that so bad and I was willing to really do whatever it took uh, to find out how to do so. So. 
Yeah, so where did you get the nickname General Lee? I love that because whenever I've sought out a personal trainer, I've always wanted someone that has a kind of a, a general feel, like yeah. or a drill, drill sergeant. sergeant mentality. Like, get my fat ass into shape, which yeah. whip me shamelessly how, how I deserve. Well, I was... <laughs> so I, I love that nickname. It is, it is totally... Uh, it's perfect. It's very fitting. My sister is about 10 years younger than me, and she named me General Lee because I was bossy, and I like to tell people what to do. And so, <laughs> I, don't, I think for years, I was just telling people what to do with no aim or direction. It was just what I wanted them to do. And now, luckily, like you said, uh, people find it to be appealing because they know that I'm going to whoop their butts into shape and that that they can follow my direction and that obviously I had the guts to kind of put that name on myself and use it so I better stand behind it and I do. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, uh, tell us a little bit about your history. Like you worked at CBS... I did. I um, I was a dance teacher in Miami when I when I left college um, in 1999. I moved to Miami and I became a dance teacher at Arthur Murray Dance Studio, teaching salsa, rumba, merengue, swing, and. Um, I wasn't that good at it, but I was still teaching it to people. And I remember I was scraping quarters out of my car trying to just get to the job. Wasn't making a lot of money. Um, it was pre-Dancing with the Stars, so it wasn't really that popular. It was kind of like old folks only. And um, I, my mom said, you know, you're either going to have to come home because I'm not going to wire you any more money, or you're going to stay there and you're going to figure it out on your own. Yeah. And I needed to use my communications degree. And so what I did was I, I actually had a friend and they, they had worked at CBS and said, you know, you should come over here and they're hiring a bunch of kids in advertising, really young, right out of college, and see if you can make it, you know, if, cut your teeth. And I did and I ended up having a 14-year a career with the same company uh, by way of Dallas and then Miami and then Los Angeles. Wow. Uh, and it was wonderful. I was in management, I was in advertising sales, and I was also in production. So it's, I'm pretty well versed, you know, across the board. Um, and I, I loved it for many things. So what propelled you into fitness? At what point did you say, I'm, I'm ready to do a complete career change and why? Mm. <clears throat> I, um, I think I spoke to you a little bit earlier pre-podcast about one of the reasons that I got into fitness was through sobriety. Um, in 2007, I uh, decided that I needed to stop doing and living the way that I was living. I really was uh, trying to get that quick fix of being skinny and, and whatnot, and I had a lot of negative consequences due to drinking and honestly, um, drugs as well. And even though I had a great job, I, I could maintain the appearance, but really inside my home, I was, I was dying inside. Mm. And, you know, something inside me through sobriety came about, and that was a recognition that that little piece in me uh, from my high school soccer career where I found success uh, wanted to come back out. And so I think I used running and just going back to the gym like once a week as part of that healthy regimen along with uh, my sobriety. And then 
it grew from there. You know, I saw that it gave me self-esteem. I saw that it, I, I was achieving things truly that had long-term great effects on my life. And so really that's how my beginning of fitness uh, re-entering my life started to expand. And, and now it's 2013 and it, it certainly expanded quickly. I was at my job at CBS for most of this. And so not until uh, May of last year did I actually fully leave the job. Not saying I have this huge stability underneath me, but I have always, if I if I take the risk and I jump, uh, knowing what I want, the net always appears. Yeah, and that's really been the case. I mean, you're you came into my life pretty quickly, and <laughs> it's so interesting. And, and winning these competitions that we talked about, we'll talk about it in a second. Uh, yeah, I thought about that too. Mm-hmm. That you had, I guess, made a decision that you wanted to go into fitness, and I was talking to. Danny about how I needed a new podcast co-host, but I don't know. I don't know anyone that has their own website and that's doing, you know, that's really passionate about sending their message out into the world about how to yeah. be healthy. And she's like, I know someone. She's staying in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfect. I want to meet her. And it really, I think, is a really good fit. I yeah. think I can tell you're very, very passionate about fitness. Yeah. And you uh, really want to help people and get that message to them. Like yeah. This, if you want to get healthy, this is how you do it. That's Let me right. show you how. That's right. And I think the other part is if you have something in your heart, follow your follow your passion, follow your dream. I think that people so much stifle themselves with ideas of, you know, social norms or, you know, even if it's things from your past, what you think your mom wants for your life. And I did that. And it wasn't her fault. It was mine. I was the victim to my own choices. And now I feel so freed up because I'm really, truly following the path. Yeah. Um, So it's awesome. It's really awesome. So at what point did you, you know, you got sober and then you decided, okay, I'm going to start working out. Like what, what led you back to the gym for that first time? Oh my gosh. I was so intimidated by the gym the first time I went back. You know, the first time, I think it was a boy. Typically, if you look at any path in my life, there is a boy attached to why I started doing what I was doing. Yeah, every time I've gotten in shape, it was because of a boy. Yeah, like, oh, you work out? Do you work out, Lee? Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Take me to the gym, and I look at the machine like, I have no idea what to do on this thing. I think I've, like, I can't even remember what I was telling somebody the other day. I think I was doing shrugs, which is an exercise for your traps on a chest machine you know doing it the wrong way so I've done many I've made a fool of myself many times but I did it with confidence so you know again no one knew I made Um, a fool of myself with my hot pink weightlifting gloves that I got at Urban Outfitters oh I think that's hot (laughs) I think that's hot I think that's great um but I remember and I and I say this to anyone I I kind of I think that fear is our, the biggest factor in most people's lives when it comes to getting back into the gym. We don't, we as, especially as women, I mean, just personally, this woman was intimidated by the machines. I was intimidated by the whole weight rack where all of those big kind of meathead looking guys were. I didn't know, like, how was I going to insert self and do something, you know, right? And, and, and I was scared. Uh, but what I did was I went to bodybuilding.com and I started watching videos. You know, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch a video of how somebody uses this machine and I'm going to go do that tomorrow. So I just challenged myself one little thing at a time. I didn't try to take giant steps. I took baby steps forward. So why weightlifting? You know, it started actually with cardio for me, I, I, but I did know 
just based in my past that if I was just doing endless amounts of cardio, I wasn't seeing the results. Some of these women that actually had tone to their body, I, I was watching and observing what type of body I wanted. And I just saw that every woman that I wanted what they had typically was lifting some weight. So I just didn't ever think I could do it. And that's what I ended up doing. I said, okay, that's what I want. And I started looking for the people that I wanted what they had and uh, following what they were doing. Yeah. So that's why I went to weightlifting. Yeah, I used to work out the personal trainer for many, many, many years. I lifted weights like a few times a week and I really loved the results because you really have to push yourself to the max. Yep. And I love how uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger puts it because you feel like you're coming. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're... Like when you're <laughs> When you you have to feel that muscle burn. Yeah, the contraction. You know, and I'm not quite getting that with Pilates, you yeah. know, or gyrotonics. And I I know that I need to kind of get back to that. Yeah. That way, because I really do love weightlifting. I have a long history of since I was 20 years old. Of Even when I was 15. When I was 15, I started going to the gym and lifting weights. Yep. And then when I was 20, I got a personal trainer. I really had a, a personal trainer from 20 to 30. Yep. All different kinds, learning all different kinds of techniques and whatnot, yeah. and so I'm I'm getting the feeling that I I need to get back to it, yeah. and I think it'd be fun if we shot some videos. I can't wait. Of you like kicking my flabby butt all over the gym. Well, and I believe <laughs> I really do believe in all forms of training, so I don't. I mean, again, I am I love to weightlift because I love the result, the actual results that I can see on my body. But I think it's very important to have cardiovascular health. I do body weight exercises. I do everything. I do cardio bar and Pilates myself. So I make sure and really keep it well rounded because I like the results of all of the different formats. Yeah. But weightlifting is my love. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I need to rediscover my past love. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it together. Because clearly I've stuffed my love into a box and I've been doing a lot of writing, sitting around and eating chocolate croissants and things like that. Okay, back to you. So, uh, so what, what's the most common question you get from people like oh clients and for, at the gym and things like that? You know, I get a couple questions. It's so funny. Um, one of the questions I get is, how do I get your butt? And, <laughs> which I think is the funniest question. Like, I literally, I've worked on my tush for a really long time. I'm going to tell you the truth. But I, I do. Women, we love those glutes. Everyone wants to have those really rounded, nice glutes. And I'm not saying I have the most amazing glute, rounded glutes, but I have been working on them for a while. So that's the funniest question I get. It's like, I just want your butt. I'm like, well, we got to do a lot of other things, just, too. What what do I have to do to get your butt? <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that question all the time, which I love. Uh, and you know, the other question that I often get is really just like, how do I how do I get fitly, or or what what's a great diet plan for me, or you know, what should I do? I just get these very generic. What should I do? And I I can sense based on my own. I remember being at the beginning of my fitness career. Is it's really desperation. People are desperate for results they want them quickly they want them now and yeah. just like anything as i said there's nothing instant gratification in this world if it does come it will also go away as quickly it it burns it burns out quick so um it's a time it's it takes time but um 
You know, it doesn't take that long. That's the great thing, is, is that you can do it, but it is one foot in front of the other, one step at a time, really building up the muscle fibers. You wanna make sure that you do it right so that you're not prone to injury. Um, so not every person is the same. There is not a diet plan that, okay, I'm gonna give you this many calories a day and I can just send that out to everybody. Everyone works and operates differently. So yeah, I wish I could just give everyone the same, here's what you need to eat every day and here's what you need to do in the gym and you're gonna look just like you want yeah. but uh, everyone is different so. so are you do you work have you worked with clients in the past like doing uh personal training or I have worked now? with people in the past and and what I was you know telling you that is important to me is you know now I've really changed from working one-on-one -on -one with a lot of clients I work uh I really got into working with others besides myself because of my own personal family my mom and a lot of my family members uh, have obesity mm -hmm. and our our start my mom starting a fitness regimen actually because of me which is awesome she's starting this week um, but that's why I started to train others and now I've a, I've a distance a little bit from training others more into videos and uh, uh, my products in general so you'll be able to watch me work out learn machines like I was talking about one of the things I'm gonna do is start taking you into the gym with me um, the audience into the gym with me so they can kind of view how I use a machine uh, so that they're not intimidated yeah I want to help people get over those fears like I had to get over those you fears. You have a YouTube channel, right? I do. I have a YouTube channel uh, and I have a bodyweight exercise video on it right now. What's it, what's it called? 44 bodyweight exercises for women and it was real. it's actually for everybody so anyone can do these exercises but the contest that I had entered with that video was for women specifically. Yeah. And I, I watched it and I thought, dear God, how will I ever be able to do this? <laughs> The exercises I actually think you know what don't do that one but I did them for the video because I wanted to win so but there are a lot in there that you know what it's amazing you'll you can do them yeah you can do them we're gonna get you up to speed and <laughs> and you're gonna do some of those but um some no. of them are quite challenging it was definitely an advanced it's definitely an advanced video so yeah what's your YouTube channel name it's under Lee Lowry so you can just put me under go under Lee Lowry or General Lee and you will find me uh, on YouTube. Okay. okay. So. And so you, in the future, you're talked about, uh, you're going to do some videos, some fitness yeah. videos. Uh, so right now I, I have, uh, a, a friend of mine who's in production and he wants to do a series with me. So I'll be doing a series on how to use 10 pound weights. Uh, you know, I have a lot of friends and because of my age, I'm 37 years old. I have a lot of friends who are married with, you know, two kids at home. They can't make it to the gym. So I really want to help them, you know, get a set of 10 pound weights in the house, maybe get a kettlebell that's 20 pounds and work with them on how to do that along with um, bodyweight exercises incorporated. So you're getting that cardiovascular in there as well. So I'll be doing a video series on how to use 10 pound weights in your house for women with kids who want to, you know, can't make it to the gym. And then I'll also be taking people inside the gym and working through different machines. So whole routine on legs, whole routine on that big booty that we were talking about. And, you know, I always say the gun show, getting those biceps pumping. Um, what about two minute abs? Uh, two minute abs. It's so funny. I don't even work my abs. I rarely work my abs because you get you get abs when you are doing all the other stuff. So I rarely even do ab exercises. Abs are made in the kitchen. That is the truth. Uh, 
it is totally the truth. What you're eating is a direct reflection of what your stomach looks like. So if you can't see your abs, that's typically because, you know, you're eating, it's your food, it's your yeah, diet. Wheat belly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I or... get I and listen, we all put a little bit of a light holiday layer on, even myself. So. Oh yeah, me too. I I definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> I put a layer on top of a layer. I, I like to add a little bit of of love for the winter. <laughs> so so, how do you want to help others in fitness? What are your aspirations? You know, my go- my goal from the beginning of really starting, like we talked about, my fit food blog on Facebook and and uh, the videos that I've been doing is to help people become less intimidated. I also have a pretty big fan base of women who are over 30 that have felt like, you know, I always say it's like it's, it's like getting a second wind. Um, I am more fit now than I was in my 20s. I, did ne- I really did not believe that that was possible. And I want women to know whether you have children, a full-time job, you're home, you just can't get off the couch, that you can and that all of this is possible and that you can find that better self within yourself and we're going to bring it out. So to me it's and to men too. It's not just to women, but you know, from a personal standpoint, I have so many women who really link to me because of the fact that I overcame, you know, alcoholism and I was overweight and I hadn't worked out in 10 years. And so they, there is a real direct relation to that vulnerability um, and knowing that I overcame it and so can you. So, um, yeah, I really identify with what you said, how, you know, you were really in shape in high school, like many of us were, and just did a ton of activity. And then you kind of still kind of think that you're in shape. And then one day you wake up and you're 30 and you're like, what the hell? What happened? You know, your hormones are out of whack. They're, they're starting to go downhill after 30, 35. That's right. You have a kid for many women. And then you're like, okay, well, how do I get back there? Will I, can I ever get back to my high yeah, school it figure? It seems so unachievable. And mm. I know my family calls what I went through the khaki pant phase. It was 10 years long. <laughs> Because I wore these big khaki pants, no pleats. They were like about five sizes bigger than I am now. And, you know, big sweatshirts. And I I didn't feel good. I mean, I, I didn't even wear makeup, I don't think. I, I it just, I, everything about me said I don't feel good. Yeah. And everything about me now said, I mean, I'm wearing purple leg warmers. Like, I think I'm 20 <laughs> years old and or I'm Olivia Newton-John all of a sudden. But I feel amazing. I want, that's what I want for anyone who's listening is I want you to feel amazing inside and outside so that's that's the goal yeah and I it's really surprising how I the more and more I learn about fitness and I know quite a bit but when you really get down to the nitty-gritty of it you don't really have to do that much you have to do short intense bursts and you can and I've talked to Abel James one of the number one podcasters a couple weeks ago and he was talking about he doesn't really take like a whole hour to work out. Like where I, in my mind, I always thought, like I don't even, I'm not even gonna bother if, right. if I don't go for an hour or even an hour and a half. Right. Like I used to not even bother if right. I couldn't do that. But you really can get incredibly effective results by oh, just absolutely. working out for five, 10, 20 minutes really yeah. intensely. High intensity interval training, hit training is really popular right now. I absolutely recommend it to anyone, especially people who don't have as much time Um, And me personally, I spend, you know, a lot of people think because I'm pretty fit now and muscular, they think I spend hours or the whole day in the gym and and I spend an hour a day, five days a week. And that includes my cardio. I do about two sessions of cardio a week for 30 minutes, you know, pretty much walking. So 
I'm not spending the time and, and you see some people they'll spend hours and hours on those machines yeah. and it's really not necessary that's no. what I did when I was uh, after I had my baby I was up to 200 pounds when I was in high school I was 122 yeah so that was a that was like a whole whole nother me yeah <laughs> I'm carrying around just that should have gotten me into shape but I uh, so I was like okay I need to start working out and I literally worked up to the point where I was working out almost eight hours a week Yep. But just meandering along, like just doing a little bit of weights, a little yeah. bit of yoga. Not keeping that heart rate up. Not, yeah. A little yeah. bit of walking. And uh, it just, it wasn't doing it. I had a thyroid problem too. It was, uh, you know, definitely a roadblock to weight loss. But I was just going about it all wrong yeah. with the whole hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And it doesn't, you don't have to do that. Nope. You do not. So, uh, so... So you're doing fitness competitions. I am. Can you talk a little bit about that? We just I just uh, sent out a newsletter probably a month ago about uh, how you're entering in the bodybuilding.com. Spokesmodel competition. Yes. Yeah, it's so funny. I saw, like, I, I feel like the universe sometimes brings you what, exactly what you need for inspiration and motivation. Hopefully this podcast will be that for somebody. I'll never forget the day that T Major... He actually trains multiple forms of our military and at a base, uh, I believe, close to Afghanistan. And he had created a video called 44 Bodyweight Exercises. And I remember my trainer posted it on his site. And this guy does, like, backflip burpees. If you don't know what that is, like, <laughs> Google it or go watch this video. I watched this video. I mean, it made me, like, high excited. I was, like, on the top of my chair. I watched it 500 times at least. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't get over what this guy was doing. And I thought to myself, I took it to my trainer and I said, we're going to do this. And he was like, he started laughing because it's a backflip burpee. I mean, I can't even, <laughs> I can't do a cartwheel. But I was like deter- bound and destined. I was determined this is what I was going to do. And he said, all right, if you want to do this, let's do it. Well, you know, I started working out a little bit harder with him. It just gave me all that motivation I needed. And it's so weird. I signed up for T-Major's newsletter. And just like you have a newsletter. And... uh I'll never forget. It was one week until this competition end. He had a competition for women to create the same 44 bodyweight exercise video with their own version. Wow. And he was going to pick a winner. And I had one week to create it. So I had to find a shooter, an editor. I had to come up with the exercises. I had to figure out music. And And that's a really good video, too. When I first saw it, I thought, wow, this person's really serious. Yeah. And you know who shot that is my, my brother, my sister's boyfriend shot it and we shot it over two hours in a gym straight through I did not rest I thought I was going to die at the end literally (laughs) and um and it was crazy and then I found an editor I ran into this guy he actually worked for Disney and he said he'd edit my video for really inexpensive and he was awesome and it just all came about and like I said the universe brings you something on purpose and it like almost released my destiny it was like it was meant to be it was. And um, so I, I did it. I followed through with it. And my trainer didn't, he said, Lee, I'm going to donate my time. But if you want to win this, you have to do it all on your own. You have to come up with the exercises. You have to get all these people. So it was a challenge. And mm. the general Lee loves a challenge, you know. Like I said, I'm a bossy <laughs> little girl who thinks I can do anything. And so I did it. And, um, and I won it. And I couldn't get over it. I ended up with you know, tons of followers and fans because of it across internationally. So it's been, it's been amazing. That's been amazing. So that's how I started in the competition world. Um, and then I won, you know, some Instagram competitions that are about fitness. It's kind of silly, but to me it matters. Uh, and now I am up for bodybuilding.com spokesmodel. Uh, I made it to the top 20 
and voting ended yesterday uh, to be in the top five. And by the time this podcast airs, we'll probably know if I made it to the top five. I think they tell us on December the 23rd. So I am really excited. If that is the case, you guys can come watch me at the Fit Expo, the LA Fit Expo. I will be on stage January, I think it's like the 25th through the 27th that week. So um, I would be competing to be their spokesmodel. Nice. It would be a big deal. I know. That would be amazing. I know. I know. I voted. I hope some of the listeners that get the newsletter voted. Yeah. (laughs) Regardless, you know what? I just love the support. So, um, and it's a huge, huge deal for me. You know, just, it's taking that challenge. Anything that presents itself to you that you feel in your heart, I just, I just say, follow, follow that passion. And every time I do what I feel inside my gut I'm supposed to do, something happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know what you mean. I never thought two years ago that I'd be having a podcast and a book. Yeah. A book and thousands of, uh, you know, listeners and, uh, you know, people on my emailing list. And it's just uh, really amazing. And I really am very grateful for uh, you know all you listeners and all the people that support me that want to actually listen to what I have to say. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I do have something to say, damn it. <laughs> you, have, you have something to say and you're helping people. I think that's the key is like you're following that passion and, and you're a good spokesperson for what you do. So And your site is beautiful. I mean, it really couldn't be any prettier. So Thank you. I Thank love you. it. You've done a yeah, it's job. really, I can't even tell you how much I, I wake up every day and I'm so excited to uh, do really take every skill that I've ever um, acquired and worked for and every passion I have and assimilate it into one thing it's just never it doesn't never ceases to amaze me how I'm using every skill I've acquired to bring people this information you were brought to this point with all of those tools it's just so cool yeah I agree I agree yeah so hopefully both of us can fulfill our life's purpose yeah through helping other people through what we love to do. Some of which together. It's really cool. And so what type what type of diet are you following when you're doing all this exercise? Like how much do you exercise a week? I exercise five days a week, uh, an hour a day. I do two sessions of cardio. I do one HIIT training usually as well. So I'll do two 30-minute walking under 120 beats per minute. So that's really just like walking at an incline on the – you know, uh, treadmill at about a 3.4 pace, which is pretty light, mm-hmm. you know, pretty easy going. And that's just to get that cardiovascular in there. And then I'll do high interval, uh, uh, high intensity interval training, which is I do sprints or, you know, a lot of people have a hard time with sprints because of knees, but you can do there's, you can do it on a bike. You can do any kind of, uh, interval training on a bike so yeah, you I'll can do, do swimming too oh yeah absolutely you can do there's anything rowing yeah. so there's a lot of like non-intensive things for your knees if you are having issues with that but what I do is I'll do about 20 seconds going as hard as I can and then take 40 seconds to relax then 20 seconds as hard as I can about 10 intervals and it really gets that sweat going it gets your heart rate up it doesn't burn off the muscle it's wonderful so yeah. I, I suggest and recommend HIIT training I absolutely love it yeah, I actually recently, um, the last podcast I did was with uh, Mickey Riley, and she was talking about how they had this one study where the participants who did, uh, they compared participants. Some did 20 minutes of HIIT training, 
And the other one said 60 minutes of just walking. Right. And the hit people lost three times the amount of weight. Absolutely. And they worked out half the time. That's it's exactly insane right. how much more effective it is. That's exactly right. And then I think people get intimidated because they believe you have to do like sprints. And you don't. You can find any machine and you really can do it on any machine. You can do it, you know, walking on the street and then running for, you know, 20 seconds. So it's an incredible... A uh, useful tool to quickly burn fat and still build muscle at the same time. Yeah, it's hard. I tried it one time on a, a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard because you have to like, like beep, 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 go, go up, 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 and start doing it really fast. And if you're not that coordinated, like me, I'm like a big gigantic giraffe. Oh, yeah, I've almost I'm really fallen. Tall. Like, yeah, you can almost fall on your face. Yeah, <laughs> you. What I, what I do is I typically press the number in. So you can put 3.0, enter, and then 8.0, enter. But it is hard. I mean, you gotta you got to be kind of coordinated and I have almost definitely fallen off the back end several times. So I try to stick to the bike because I yeah. know I can do it, stand up and push hard for, for that amount of time and not, not fall over. And so what type of diet are you eating? Right now I am doing, you know, I did completely clean eating for a very long period of time where I was really looking at the overall calorie count for the most part really really clean meaning like sweet potatoes very low sodium uh, chicken fish I would have red meat as well but I was not eating you know anything that had sugar in it and I was at a very low sodium count and I have switched over recently to something called IIFYM and what that stands for is if it fits in your macros. And you're really, what you do in that is look at your macronutrition. So you're drilling it down all the way. Besides your calories, you're looking at your fats and your proteins and your carbohydrates and your fiber intake. So are you logging all that? Absolutely. I use a tool called, it's an app on your phone. It's really easy. It's called MyFitnessPal. Yeah. I log my food in it. And what's cool about MyFitnessPal is that they you can not only log your food into the diary but you can look at your nutrition so you can see I have exact numbers given to me by my the person that I work with on my diet um, of where I'm supposed to be especially as I go into competitions my macronutrition will change but uh, I'll eat exact amount he gives me an exact amount of protein so I eat like 125 to 130 grams of protein right now my carbs are really high, which I love because yeah. I love carbs. Who doesn't? <laughs> They're at 191 grams right now, and my fats are at 42 to 45 grams. And that's keeping me lean. I'm at about 16% body fat right now, um, but it's not keeping me completely shredded, you know? So it yeah. keeps me healthy. It makes me feel good. I'm at a good place for women. You know, women are usually between like 18 and 22% body fat. I'm a little bit lower because I am in fitness, but... Um, it's wonderful. I absolutely love it. And really what's great about it is that anybody, I have vegans and vegetarians and paleos and all sorts of people, and they can fit their nutrition plan within this. So it doesn't pigeonhole you. It's just really a very good inventory yeah. of looking deeply into what you're eating. Isn't that the, the, the eating style that a lot of bodybuilders do? That's, a lot. That's big. Though. You know, there's there's two eating styles. There's old school, which is going to be like, especially for competition, it's like everyone's eating asparagus and chicken and egg whites. And, egg whites. <laughs> and you'll hear that often. It, and I did that for a long time. And I really, and I still incorporate some of those things in my diet. Asparagus is amazing. It's got great folic acid. It's it's wonderful for several things. So I eat all of those it's things. Wonderful for gas also. Yeah. It's great. It's <laughs> de bloats. It's amazing. Um, 
and I, I still eat all of those things, but what I found was I had issues remaining consistent without having binging episodes on the weekend or when I got around Christmas I would end up like eating the whole turkey and there was nothing for anyone else to eat you know I didn't know (laughs) what to do so um you know now it gives me the opportunity to I can fit anything in my diet and I told you this and I don't know if this is good for your listeners but I ate a pop tart this morning I typically (laughs) don't eat horribly you know cornstarchy bad foods for myself but occasionally I will have something that makes me feel like I'm okay you know I got this it's okay to have a you know to make mistakes or have a little something bad a cheat as long as you know 85 to 90 percent of my diet is absolutely on track my fiber is at between 25 and 32 grams a day so in order to do that you have to have some of those really healthy foods yeah we're all human beings it's definitely uh i definitely a proponent and tell all my clients to do the 90-10 rule or 80-20. Yeah. Whatever your little flexibility is because you can't eat perfect all the time. Can't eat perfect all the time. And, you know, for me, the cool thing is I don't gain weight if I'm or get out of, you know, way out of whack because I'll have something that feels like a cheat. But I have a small amount and I have almost a small amount every day, you know, whether it be a skinny cow or, a, you know, a Pop-Tart or something, something that's got that sugar in it that makes me feel like I got a treat. Yeah. But then, like you said, you know, 90-10, 80-20, whatever your, your rule of thumb is, I really try to stick to that clean, good, healthy eating because overall you're, you need that, the, the nutrients for your body and, and really to help your body work properly yeah and I think you need a also like a psychological buffer too like you need something to feel like you're you're being naughty or you're not having to work all the time work 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 perfect diet perfect diet you sometimes you need a little little bit of treat to reward you absolutely and those people I think can stay more consistently on a healthy diet that's right that's right so so I have a question I like to ask all my guests what do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? Man, you know, we were talking about this and it's like chronic disease is just, you're seeing just such high levels of chronic disease. And I think for me, I'll just talk about what I'm touched with closest to home and that's obesity. You know, uh, several of my family members, I'm a Texan. We like to eat in Texas. That's what we do. Oh yeah. Houston won the award for the fattest city in the U S yeah. Well, I think I'm related to all of them. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But, um, it's true, you know, and that's okay. It's, it's, it's very tough when there is that much food. We've grown the size of our plates and the amounts of food that we're eating. So it's very hard to say no when what you're given is, a giant a plate of food mm-hmm. um especially some gumbo at a cajun place in Houston. oh yeah i mean <laughs> any of the, i can't mexican food it's so funny i was telling somebody the other day sushi to california is mexican food to texas i yeah. mean we eat that three to four days a week Tex-Mex. so yeah. yeah good stuff um and i think all that's great but it, it's it's very sad you know and that's just you know close to home but it's taken over and you know you obviously see a lot of that with the children today there it's less people are less active than they used to be video games and all things taking over so getting active is really important you know what you're eating is really important and um it has long-term effects you know diabetes and all the chronic disease that comes along with obesity is is a scary sad thing and we don't want to lose our friends and family i don't want to lose my friends and family um, and so my whole family's kind of on a thing right now where they're working towards 
they changed their potatoes from big white potatoes to sweet potatoes and nice. you know it's been cool they whip them into shape yeah <laughs> my mom won't let me whip her into shape she's too scared of me but she <laughs> she lets me change her food so when she comes home when I come home for Christmas or Thanksgiving she's always you know making some turkey chili instead mm-hmm. of beef chili so I'm I'm proud of them you know it's little steps and I'm watching her make big changes just based on each little step she takes forward so yeah I think that's what it's all about is just small incremental changes that's right small little steps that's kind of a a Japanese philosophy it's um I forget I think it's called Kaisen or I forget the exact name but it just small tiny steps lead to giant yeah. changes yep you know? I always say there's a culprit in everyone's diet whether it be that you pour your ranch dressing on your salad you have no idea that you just put 42 grams of fat because you poured rather than measured you know everyone's got culprits in their diet and we can we can find those little things you know I worked with a girl um, just recently and she lost 30 pounds over the past like eight months and she looks amazing but she had to change those little things changed her you know full peanut butter to natural peanut butter and it's just been really cool to watch it's it's amazing to watch people change yeah all those little tiny things they add up they oh, add yeah. up to huge results and that's one thing I have to remind myself is when I you know I cheat or I eat uh, you know full fat cheese or you know I only eat full fat cheese but what if I eat too much of it right it that extra 100 or 200 calories oh, a day crazy makes or breaks I your... use that tablespoon yeah I say use that tablespoon <laughs> To, I mean, with syrup, with peanut butter, with anything, I use my tablespoon with my creamer and my coffee. Every single thing I do, I use a scale, I use a measuring cup, and I use a tablespoon so that I know that I'm hitting those portions and I'm not going out. You yeah, know? yeah. It's pretty easy. Well, Lee, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank uh, it you. Was, uh, well, you're going to be on the show from now on. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for being so, here this time. So thanks for coming on for the first time. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm really looking forward to us, uh, you know, having some fun on the podcast and, you know, entertaining the listeners, not just, you know, yammering about nutrition or fitness, but making it really, really fun oh, for yeah. everybody. Totally. And so where can people find you? Uh, well, I have a fit food page right now. So you talked about earlier, I've got the General Lee and it's, like you said, L-E-I-G-H um, dot com, as well as Fit Foods. Uh, Follow My Fit Foods is my Facebook uh, name. So you can actually put into Facebook, follow my Fit Foods and find my page there. And on um, Instagram? I'm on Instagram under Jen Lee, G-E-N-L-E-I-G-H. And I will be... Uh, on this show so you'll be able to find me here too well thank you so much Lee and uh, you know I'm so excited to you know have your contribution regarding fitness on the podcast and hopefully maybe have some guest blogs on live to 110 absolutely you know I'm the nutrition guru but I need a fitness guru as my right hand man so you're just the one for the job And I'd love to hear back from what you guys want to hear out there. If, if there's something specific, like if you want to know how to get that big round booty, you tell me and I'll, and I'll do a whole segment on it so we can, we can get you there. Yeah. Go on, uh, you know, follow my fit foods on Facebook and, you know, post some questions for general Lee and about anything that you want to know regarding fitness. And we'll try to address it on the podcast. 
Awesome. And if you want to learn more about the paleo diet, weight loss, or how to do a serious detox, not a BS detox in a box, <laughs> you can find me on livetoone110.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at I Will Live to 110. And I'm also on YouTube at Wendy Live to 110. Sorry, I, I'm not allowed to change the name. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that when I signed up for it, that I was stuck with that name forever. So I'm always crying, debating whether I should change it. But anyways, that's where you'll find me for right now. So if you like what you heard on the show, please give the Live to 110 podcast a review in iTunes. I would appreciate it so much. Thank you listeners for tuning in. And remember, you must actually get your butt moving if you want to lose weight and get healthy. Mm -hmm. So put down your iPhone, walk away from the computer, and go exercise. Do anything. Do some sit-ups, some walking, whatever, some burpees, even if it's for five (laughs) minutes. You've got to start somewhere. Don't wait until tomorrow. Do it now. Thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast. (laughs) 